Welcome back to the show. Make sure you're staying updated with the news about the program by tuning in to this podcast on a bi-weekly basis, but make sure you're also reading the Stevens Wrestling Reporter. All the links can be found on our link tree and all our social media accounts. Volume 8 of the Reporter was released last week. Now, if you missed any of that news, it's been a busy month for the Ducks. We had three competitions, another MAC team title, second dual meet win of the year over Merchant Marine Academy, and a successful day at the Johnson Wales Open with 10 overall placers and three guys into the finals, four guys into the finals with uh, a few champs. So really excited how these competitions wrapped up. And uh, we pushed forward with our January schedule this weekend. We head up to Ithaca for two nationally ranked duels against Host School Ithaca College and the College of New Jersey. So it should be a great way to wrap up the January schedule. Now, today we have a unique show. We interviewed three current wrestlers on the roster, names that you might not know, but they're impactful and very important to our roster as we continue to pursue our goals of being the best team in the country. They continue to stay motivated, compete at a high level, and find ways to improve on the mat. They're also doing a great job in the class and really totally embodying what we want our student athletes to do being a part of this program. Each individual has a great message, and we really hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. What's going on, Duck Wrestling fans? Excited to welcome our first featured guest of Episode 8 of Duck Insider. Joining us is current junior, Pasquale Vizzoni. He is a chemical engineering major. His cumulative GPA is a 3.8. Currently on the season, he is 9 and 5. Just made the semifinals of uh, the Johnson Wales Open this past weekend. First time back on the mats for him after coming back from injury. And uh, he's been uh, a very big piece in our lineup at 141 and 149 uh, since he's been with us. So, Pasquale, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah. Excited to have you on. And, you know, uh, we talked about kind of the goal of this episode and it's kind of the highlight guys on the roster who aren't in the spotlight every single day and you know your name that comes to mind you're a very tough competitor but you obviously since you've been here been at very competitive weights you know 141 and 149 where you know being behind two of arguably the best wrestlers in our program's history so just curious curious your thoughts you know coming in you knowing that as as a recruit and knowing that as a wrestler and um you know how you prepared yourself for that? Well, yeah. Uh, so back in high school, I went through a similar situation. Uh, my freshman and sophomore year, I didn't start. I was behind two uh, very good wrestlers. And I, w- I knew Favia, Coach Favia, for a while. And he pretty much he gave me the rundown of what was going to go on, that I was going to come in behind Troy or behind Brett, whoever it was, two really great wrestlers. And we kind of put a, a positive spin on it and used it as a – learning experience to be with these guys in the room every day and kind of take notes and pieces of their game plan and how they wrestle and implement it into mine so that when it is my time to be in the spotlight, I'll be ready because I'll have some of the best guys in the room to work in, uh, to work out with day in and day out. Yeah. So, I mean, there's no question about it. I mean, your battles here in the room are probably some of the toughest competition you're going to see all year. And you've seen that for your first three years and, you know, you have, you have credentials, um, you know, your freshman year, you were third in the MAC championships, you know, when Troy was the conference champ and, and you finished in third, which is a huge piece of what we preach every day. You know, 
you know, we want guys competing for each other, you know, in the conference championship or when we have, you know, finishing in the top three and that, and that's a, a strength to our depth, but that also is, is also kudos to you for, for getting better on, on, you know, on a daily basis and uh, you know, seizing the moment whenever you get to step on the mat. So, you know, what's your driving force and uh, what do you think about every time you come into a room and uh, you know, of getting better every day? Um, well, the way that I see it is that like uh, no Saturday is guaranteed to wrestle on or any tournament because I'm not the number one guy in the lineup, but anything can happen on any given day to that number one guy. And who knows when I'll need to step up and I just need to be ready if my team needs me in a time that or an unexpected time or something happens, let's say Brett gets hurt or uh, especially now with uh, COVID going on, Brett can't travel or something like that. I need to be ready and to know that I've done my part in making myself the best version that I could put out every weekend for wrestling. Yeah. Awesome. And also we have uh, big goals as a program here individually and, uh, and team wise, which, you know, the expectations are set throughout the recruiting process. And when you guys come back every year and we have our first initial team meeting, um, you know, not being the number one guy, obviously it's tough to see those individual goals, uh, you know, as like NCA champ or, or anything like that. But obviously there's other things to achieve too, like being a scholar All-American, which you were last year and um, some other things to take pride. In. So how do you set goals when, you know, maybe you're not going to be the guy in the postseason, but to keep you motivated throughout the year? I mean, every guy on this team just about has the same goal of being that national champion and winning a team national title. But those things aren't going to be possible without every single guy in the room working with each other to help better each other and honestly just bring our team closer together. I think uh, our team right now, we're a really uh, close group of guys and we all have each other's back and we know when to pick each other up. And if I set the same goals as the guy who's first in the lineup or fifth in the lineup and we're all working towards that same common like end, we're all going to be having the same motivation to get each other where we need to go, whether it's me, the one that does it, or whether it's Brett, the one that does it, or whether it's any other guy in the lineup that does it. Awesome. Yeah. Well said. And uh, it is very crucial to keep that vision and to keep yourself moving, moving forward. And um, just curious, you know, obviously being in the practice room and being in, you know, two of our most competitive weight classes over the last few years. I mean, now we have Kyle Slendorn also in the fold. He was at 133 when you were, you were a freshman. Now he's at 41. And, you know, those are guys who are training partners every day. So, you know, what do you take, take away from, from training with them and also seeing how they, how they go about their business? Um, I mean, training with them is a really, really great experience because I get to get a different feel from some of the other kinds of people I wrestle and obviously wrestling a guy like Brett, who's just nonstop, like pushing the pace for the entire seven minutes or the entirety of the go. It's really nice to see how far I can actually take my wrestling ability to compete with a guy like that. And even wrestling Kyle, he's just very, just super like slick and just an all around incredible wrestler. And it's just like, it's fun to wrestle these guys. I don't take it as something that is going to put me down if I'm losing. I use it and take their little bits and pieces of what they're doing right and what I'm doing wrong and help to build what I do better and also to find holes in where they may be uh, struggling. And I can try to give them a certain feel to help them fix those holes. 
Yeah. And we're definitely believers as, as a coaching staff that iron sharpens iron. And um, it's definitely helped us increase as a program and it it just adds to our culture. Um, But speaking on that, you know, what, what are some things, uh, you know, from, from your wrestling that you feel like that you have gained by being a part of this room and and embracing, um, you know, being in such a competitive room? Well, uh, I could say for a fact, I've never been a part of a team that's like this close. Uh, my high school team, we were all good friends, but it's, it's different right now. The way that you see uh, everyone struggling, whether it's coming in to get a second, third workout in and you see a kid on your team in there who's just really struggling to get down to weight or something like that. I mean, we're all pretty close. And then you take in the aspect of the team being so competitive with each other is that the moment that we step in the four walls of our wrestling room, the sole focus is to make each other better. Uh, no matter who wins, who loses, uh, sometimes it does get a little over competitive, but once we step out those, uh, four walls, we're all really close, really good friends. And it's not so much about, uh, the wrestling anymore. It's just kind of understanding that what happens inside those walls is wrestling. What happens outside is the rest of your life, which is obviously a bigger portion of it, but we all share that, that common uh, love and passion for wrestling once we're in there and all we want to do is make each other better. So that kind of brings out that competitiveness in every single guy on our team. Yeah. And to kind of uh, wrap, wrap up this conversation, obviously you're the first of three guests we're going to have on this episode today and you being more of the veteran. So you're kind of been added out of the recruiting process for a little bit, but you know, we kind of touched on earlier in the episode, but what would your message be to a current recruit who is seeing how competitive our roster is and, and they're coming at into a weight class that one has a lot of depth or, or two has a top guy in the country, you know, what would your message be to them um, for them stepping into a similar situation, um, you know, coming as a incoming freshman? I, I really don't think it's anything to be concerned about. I mean, you could look at it as, wow, I'm going into a really, really stacked uh, lineup. I might not ever see, like a starting spot or you can look at it as, wow I'm going into a really stacked lineup look how much better I'm going to get going here rather if I went anywhere else because I have all these guys around my weight in the room who are willing to work and then on top of it like nobody who's in our room is not willing to help out one another everyone's always there for each other to try to give them like whether it's tips or give them a different feel or stay after for 20-30 minutes whatever they need like no one's shy to help each other out and being a part of that competitive nature is definitely something that's going to get you better. And if you really do have that true love for wrestling, there's nothing more that you can ask for. Our second featured duck wrestler, freshman Christophopoulos. He's a quantitative finance major. Uh, Did great in the classroom last semester, had a GPA of 3.7 and really hit you know, his stride, uh, second semester, um, had a great showing at the MAC championships where he took fourth, um, part of a deep weight class for the ducks at 157, where Stevens was two, three, four, five at the MAC championships. And then this past weekend made the finals of the Johnson and Wales, uh, open. So really taking some big strides after, you know, kind of going through some ups and down the first season, but really, um, it's picking up the second semester. So Chris, Glad to have you on. Also, great addition to our roster. And, um, you know, talk about the season so far and how everything's been going. First off, uh, thanks for having me. And um, 
So the season uh, coming in uh, and the recruiting visit this in the summer, uh, I was told about the how deep we had our middleweights is 49-57. And um, I still was uh, excited to be on the team just to know that I have uh, that much competition. It'll just push me to be better. So the season so far started in October and then competition in late November. Um, it was, it was way different than high school, uh, which you could tell everyone knows how to wrestle. Everyone, everyone's good. So just um, getting in the room, wrestling with Hunter, Brett, and all the upperclassmen really just helped me um, get into the college swing. Awesome. And also you, you, you came in after a great career at, uh, at Clifton where, you know, a lot of guys wrestling at the collegiate level, they were the best guy on their team. So it's definitely a tough switch when you're not the starter. So knowing that coming into it, knowing you're in a deep weight class and potentially not being the starter, what, you know, what still drives you to be better and, uh, you know, compete at a high level? Um, honestly, just watching the, the guys above me succeed, uh, win tournaments, uh, winning big matches for us just uh, honestly pushes me to be that to once one day be that guy yeah well said and you know if you keep doing you do it I feel like that 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 time will definitely come and um you know like I said earlier uh in this interview very deep at this weight class you know from veteran guys to got to uh you know obviously Chris being a freshman um but what, what do you think has uh, been the difference that has allowed you to, be, you know, start gaining more success as we went through the season? Like, what switched for you? And, uh, like, what's what what has started to click? I think having the um, ability to wrestle guys with so many different styles in the room, where you have uh, Hunter and Nick Boge, where they ride legs and are scramblers, but then also have – some guys that are that are more uh, upper body like Pasquale. So I think just like getting exposed to all the different types of styles of wrestling really propelled my game because um, in high school, you don't really get that in a, in a room where there's only limited guys with such a high level. Yeah, you kind of have to, to seek that a little bit more and, you know, being, a, being in New Jersey, obviously seeking different clubs to kind of get better competition, but you know, being part of such a competitive roster, you get, you get those feels right in the room. And um, as we've kind of like progressed through the season, uh, how have you, how have you assessed like your individual growth and performance and what type of goals uh, do you set for set for yourself to kind of keep working towards? Obviously the vision for the program is very high, high expectations, but you as an individual, what kind of goals do you have and, and how do you assess where, where, where you've gotten to? Uh, my goal every time I go on the mat is, is to uh, produce a victory for the team, get bonus points, and when I'm in those tournaments is to get to the finals. And even if I'm reversing Hunter or Boge in the, in the finals to knock them off just to show um, that I'm here to stay, you know. But um, from the beginning of the season to now, I feel that uh, – the the wrestling has been getting better and better every time I step on the mat. Great, yeah, and, and you know, from a coaching staff perspective, we we totally agree, and we we love that mindset. And you know, we're always recruiting guys to come in and uh, you know, not trained to be a roster or depth sort guy, but to come in and make an impact, which you obviously have been doing. 
Um, you know, and kind of like wrap up this conversation. What, what would you, what would your message be to recruit? Obviously we've had recruits here, um, you know, about coming into this program and, and it being so competitive, especially at certain weight classes, um, you know, coming into a similar situation that you're in where, you know, you're fighting for that starting job still, and it's not going to come easy. What, what would your message be to those incoming recruits? Uh, definitely not to be, uh, get to discouraged because uh, it's definitely easy to just say, oh, wow, like this guy is so much better than me and just uh, lay low. But I think um, honestly asking questions and um, uh, using it as motivation will help you get the best out of it. Yeah. And to, to kind of also, uh, you know, give you a little more uh, glamour, you know, Chris is a grinder. He commutes every day, so it can be done. And, uh, you know, how's that commute, how's that commute lifestyle treating you? I mean, the good thing is I get some home cooked meals every, every uh, day, but, um, getting up at, uh, 5 6 o'clock for a 7 a.m. practice is just, uh, it really keeps me on my feet because, uh, I know like that it's not, it's easier for kids and Hoboken just to wake up at like 6:45, stroll into practice, but uh, it keeps me dedicated. Yeah, kind of uh, can't really take any corners there. You gotta get those habits in place. Well, we appreciate you uh, taking the time, Chris, and um, you know, kind of sharing your message and uh, you know, keep up the great work. Our third featured guest for episode eight. We have sophomore Joel Marsavosky. He's from Pennsylvania. He is a mechanical engineering major. He's been doing a great job as well in the classroom. Last semester had a 3.65 GPA and his cumulative is a 3.83. And he's doing a great job on the mat. Last year during the COVID year, he was a 174 pound starter. Um, this year, you know, also on the depth chart, 174, currently a 16 and nine, coming off two great performances at the MAC Championships and Johnson Wales Open. And for this uh, part of the episode, I'm joined by uh, co-host, head coach Joe Favia. So we'll be, uh, you know, rocking this interview with Joel. So Joel, thanks for, you know, I was taking the time to do this during your, uh, you know, busy day uh, of class. But um, so we'll just start talking about the season so far. And now obviously coming in as a starter last year. And now, um, you know, technically being third string on the depth chart, but still competing at a high level. Just talk about the season so far. Uh, this season, I feel like I had started off. It was kind of rough. I didn't do too well in my initial tournaments, especially Roger Williams. That one uh, really just, uh, I lost both my first two matches and it just like mentally kind of like brought me down but I knew I had to get better there are people at my weight class better and I just knew I had to keep pushing onward last semester or last season I was very lucky to start and uh but the problem was there wasn't that many people on the team so I'm actually happier now uh that there are more people to be competitive with that could help me improve unlike last semester while I did improve it's definitely not as much as I am improving this semester yeah, so Joel, Anthony talked about, you know, how you're rounding out this, you know, most our most recent tournaments, right? We had the MAC Championships, I think two weeks ago now, you finished third behind Stefan and Frank, our other two guys at, at 174. And then this past weekend um, at the Wildcat Open in, in Johnson, Wales, you finished third again behind Stefan and Frank. Um, and, and I think that 
you know, that, that's pretty eye-opening, you know, that we have some pretty dominant 174 pounders, but, um, and you just alluded to it a little bit in your conversation there, but what do you think it is that drives you on a daily basis to be motivated to improve when no weekend is guaranteed for you? You know, if we have a dual meet or something like that, I don't know that you're going to be the guy getting into the lineup, but you're obviously making tremendous growth, right? You talk about how you did at Roger Williams and then where you are now. So just talk a little bit about what's driving you to continue to, you know, pursue success for yourself. Well, firstly, I was in a very similar situation in high school where I was behind a lot of people and I pushed through it throughout all four years. And my senior year, I finally was the main guy um, and I was able to qualify for states, which was my goal all along. Uh, it would have been amazing if I could have placed, but I knew the competition in my weight class was very rough. And now that I'm behind people again, I know I just have to continue pushing through it. Um, and all the hard work that I pushed, put in will eventually pay off. And, and my goal will be to try to make nationals again and even place at nationals. I made states this time. I don't want to just make nationals. I want to place at nationals. And competing with Stefan and Frank, I'm like right there, right behind them. I wrestled Frank, uh, Steph th three times at three different tournaments. And I was right there every time. And I know that he, if he doesn't continue improving just as I am, that I will overtake him. So I just have to keep pushing and putting uh, effort in. And eventually I will get up there, be the main man and get, achieve my goals for nationals. Yeah. And I, hey, that's, that's awesome. And that, that's the mindset that we hope, you know, every guy on our team has, you know, we want, we want to breed a, an environment where, every guy on the roster is hunting for the guy ahead of him. You know, we don't want anybody in our team to be complacent with the situations that they're, that they're in, you know, and we want, we want all of our guys in our, in our facility to feel like their most, their most competitive match is the guy who they have to wrestle every single day, you know, and then the weekends are easy and that, and that's the goal. So, um, so it, you know, would you, would you say that, with that in mind, with all those things that you're pointing at, with the fact that you you feel like you have the most competitive guys, is that something that's that's giving you confidence when when we show up to to tournaments or or you insert yourself in in the roster? You know, like what what is it that allows you to be so competitive against other teams number ones? You know, where where there might be situations for another individual where they're like, well, I'm only I'm third string guy at this weight class, and I'm I'm going out against you know whatever this team is, is number one, you know, we're going to, I'm going out and wrestling York's number one or TCNJ's number one guy, you know, like, what is it? Why can I beat him? You know, like, how, how do you keep that confidence up? And, you know, how are you able to still compete at such a high level against your opponents, uh, you know, week in and week out? Well, it doesn't matter if I'm the first or the third in the lineup. What matters is at that point, I am the number one and I have to beat my opponent, not only to prove to others that I am also very competitive and deserve to be up there with everyone else, but to myself that I am really good. It keeps my motivation up that I can continue improving and that I can beat these guys who are also uh, number one in their school. It just proves that my school's just better at that weight class. And that if I were to go to anywhere else, I would probably be the starter at that school, but I'd rather have this high level competition in my school to continue improving and to show everyone else that we, I, we are just as dominant in our backup as we are at the top.
of our uh, lineup. All right. I think that's awesome. I think that you make a unique perspective there where it's almost like you see it as an individual motivation, but you also are, are associating that team piece, you know, with it too, where it's, you know, you want to prove to people that we not, you know, you're not only dominant as an individual, but that our program is asserting a level of dominance, um, you know, which I think is something that maybe goes, goes overlooked in, you know, in the perspective of that athlete, it's such an individual sport, but you, you know, you kind of have that team piece too, that ties you down and keeps you grounded. So I think that that's, um, you know, that's phenomenal. Um, you know, before I, I turn it over to Anthony, my, my one last question is, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about, um, you know, how by the time you graduate or, or whenever it's your opportunity to get in the starting lineup, you have these goals, you know, set, you want to be a national qualifier. You want to get yourself on the podium, maybe even be a national champ one day by, by the time that you graduate, you know, and I think it assimilates a lot to, you know, how you see these big 10 programs, you know, like Penn state and Iowa, where, you know, you might not ever see somebody's name until they show up in the starting lineup as a fifth year senior, uh, but they're winning a national title. Um, how, how do you just on a, on a daily basis or a yearly basis, whether you're the starter or not, how do you assess your goals, set goals, um, you know, and, and, um, and base, you know, am I growing as, a, as an athlete, you know, like, do you have some identifiers in, in, in your preparation or your assessment of yourself on a weekly basis that, um, that kind of keeps you grounded or allows you to keep progressing forward? Usually I do it, uh, for myself in order to continue improving myself. So the way I would look at it is, um, at the start of the week, I would look back how I did last week. And I would always just continue improving upon certain moves or look at how I was uh, conditioning wise. And I was like, I need to build up little by little. Usually the long-term goal would maybe be at like the beginning of the year, I would set like a long-term goal. And even if I don't accomplish it, I know that every week I had minor goals of slight improvements that I built upon all the time and that even if it's not accomplished this year, those small little goals and succeeding in them will eventually lead to achieving the bigger goal. Right. So, so you're, so if I'm, if I'm hearing you right, you feel like you have it, you have more success if you kind of take that bigger goal, break it down into little smaller ones that allow you to kind of hone in on what your focus is. So you're not getting overwhelmed on, you know, for you, what that bigger goal might be, which, you know, you might not be able to achieve for another year or two. Definitely. you know, but don't want to get overwhelmed by that. So kind of keep, keep yourself focused on the small things and what you can improve upon now and see a, see a quick turnaround and success on. Yes. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, you know, all these conversations we're having today through this episode, just really powerful message. And, um, you know, I mean, there's no surprise to us from a coaching staff perspective of, of you know, why Joel has, you know, 16 wins on a year, which is, you know, close to being a team leader on wins. And he's, definitely a student of the sport, you know, breaking down film, wanting to get extra work in. So, um, yeah, it's definitely no surprise to us. And, and, you know, he's been a, a great addition since he, he, since he's joined the roster since last year, been a, you know, staple in our depth chart, you know, in, in our, in our lineup, we know we, he's going to give it a hundred percent, but kind of to wrap up this conversation, you know, obviously everyone is kind of, um, you know, in the shoes that you were, you know, obviously you were a starter, you were a state qualifier, your senior year, you were the guy. And then coming into the college room, everyone was their guy for that program. Um, you know, coming into a competitive roster like we are, 
what, what would your message be to a recruit when, you know, they're looking at our competitive roster and say like, you know, talking to another 174 pounder um, who's like, Hey, we have three pretty good 174s and ain't going anywhere. Um, why would I come here? What, what would you say to them? I'd say um, if you're looking to wrestle at a higher level at college, like don't expect to automatically be the starter, expect to improve. College wrestling isn't necessarily the same as high school wrestling. It's at a different level, higher level. Uh, expect to work for it. Come in with the mindset that you're not going to be number one right away. You're going to need to work towards being uh, first the starter in your lineup and then work up towards nationals and your higher goals. And it is frustrating. It's going to be frustrating, but you got to push through it. Keep motivating yourself, accomplish the small goals, and eventually you'll be up there like the rest of us. Awesome. Great awesome. stuff. You're a beast, Joel. Love having you on. Hopefully we bring you back for some more. Heck yeah. Ready to go, ready to go kick down the walls. <laughs>